Hello and welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Last week, a high school student shared something with me that I want to share with you all. It's a poem entitled, A Good Day, and it's by Kate Rokowski. And in a minute, I'm going to share the audio of her reading this poem. A link for the video performance will be in the show notes. So this person, this high school student who shared this poem with me, said it's the most accurate, powerful, and inspiring description of depression that they've ever heard. And they said that they needed to hear this poem. They said after hearing it, they've listened to it every morning since as a reminder that today can be a good day. A short disclaimer here. The poem is heavy. The content is. It mentions some serious and somber topics. So if you're not in the mood to hear some real weighty stuff at the moment, maybe now's not the time. But I do hope that you're willing to continue to listen or maybe listen later because I think the heavy nature of the poem is a main reason why the young person described it as the most accurate description of depression they've ever heard. But know that while this message has some heavy, heavy topics in it, it is positive and incredibly inspiring. All right, so here's the audio. And I'll be sharing a few thoughts after the audio clip ends. For once, I'm going to ask you guys to help me with a little bit of therapy, which I don't do a lot in SLAM anymore. So this is not going to be the best poem I have written, but I think it's the most important poem I've written for myself in the last year and a half. So thank you. on groceries, took the bus home, carried bulk bags with two good arms back to my studio apartment and cooked myself dinner. You and I may have different definitions of a good day. This week, I paid my rent and my credit card bill, worked 60 hours between my two jobs, only saw the sun on my cigarette breaks, I slept like a rock, flossed in the morning, locked my door, remembered to buy eggs. My mother is proud of me. It is not the kind of pride she brags about at the golf course. She doesn't combat topics like, my daughter got into Yale with, oh yeah, my daughter remembered to buy eggs, but she is proud. See, she remembers what came before this, the weeks where I forgot how to use my muscles, how I would stay as silent as a thick fog for weeks. She thought each phone call from an unknown number was the notice of my suicide. These were the bad days. My life was a gift I wanted to return. My head was a house of leaking faucets and burnt out light bulbs. Depression is a good lover, so attentive has this innate way of making everything about you, and it is easy to forget that your bedroom is not the world, that the dark shadows your pain casts is not mood lighting. It is easier to stay in this abusive relationship than fix the problems it has created. Today, I slept in until 10, cleaned every dish I own, fought with the bank, took care of paperwork. You and I might have different definitions of adulthood. I don't work for salary. I didn't graduate from college, but I don't speak for others anymore. And I don't regret anything I can't genuinely apologize for. And my mother is proud of me. I burnt down a house of depression. 
I painted over murals of grayscale, and it was hard to rewrite my life into one I wanted to live, but today I want to live. I didn't salivate over sharp knives or envy the boy who tossed himself off the Brooklyn Bridge. I just cleaned my bathroom, did the laundry, called my brother, told him it was a good day. Okay, so I want to point out, comment on a few things about Kate Rakowski's poem. This is just my interpretation of a few things. It's obviously her poem, her words, her experience. I would never say that my interpretation is accurate or that I know what she was going through. These are just a few things I took from her incredible poem. To start, I want to talk about the importance of our youth knowing that their parent is proud of them. Kate mentioned her mother's pride four times. And I love the part about it not being the type of pride her mom breaks about at the golf course. And it sounds like that her mother's pride is in part due to the fact that she remembers where she came from. She remembers the bad days. If this is the case, her mother is using an appropriate, useful, and helpful comparison. She's comparing where her daughter is now to where she's been in the past. That type of comparison is a good one. Her mom is proud because she knows how far her daughter has come. I would guess. Her mother isn't doing too much of another type of comparison. That being, comparing her child to other people's kids. Even if she's out there on that golf course and hearing about her friend's kid getting into Yale. All right, the next topic I want to point out is gratitude. And again, this is just my interpretation. But I found it powerful when she said that she carried both bags with two good arms back to her studio apartment. She said two good arms. That communicates to me a feeling of gratitude for being able to walk with, to carry those bags with her two good arms. She didn't use adjectives, negative adjectives, to describe or to complain about taking the bus, working 60 hours between two jobs, paying rent and her credit card bill, or taking care of other paperwork. Another thing I want to point out is that she mentioned cleaning three different times. The three examples being when she said that she washed every dish she owned, did the laundry, and cleaned her bathroom. And I know this may seem small, but I don't think it is. Yes, everyone has different ways of dealing with and managing their depression. But research shows that cleaning, picking up, taking care of, and taking pride in one space is shown to help people manage their depression. It's been said that cleanliness is a form of self-respect and that our environments can often reflect our state of mind. Next, I want to focus on two other lines, those being the weeks where I forgot how to use my muscles. And when she said, it's easy to forget that your bedroom is not the world. End of quotes. Two of the eight criteria for depression are first, fatigue or loss of energy nearly every day. And second, a reduction of physical movement. And when it comes to interventions, two of the main interventions for depression are movement and getting exposure to natural daylight. All right. The next thing I want to bring up is her great line when she said, You and I may have different definitions of a good day. End of quote. I think it's vital to remember, to remind oneself, whether they experience depression or not, that we get to define for ourselves what a good day is. Comparing our days, our duties, our degrees, or lack thereof, it isn't a helpful practice. We get to define what a good day is. For us, we get to define what a good life is. For us, Kate said towards the end, 
It was hard to rewrite my life into one I wanted to live. But today, I want to live. End of quote. And finally, the last two lines of Kate's poem said that she called her brother and told him it was a good day. Earlier in the poem, she said she would stay as silent as a thick fog for weeks. End of quote. Cortisol is our body's stress hormone. And research shows that feeling acutely lonely can release as much cortisol in our bodies as would be released if we were to be punched in the face by a stranger. Isn't that wild? But it's true. Robert Waldinger says this, loneliness kills. It's as powerful as smoking or alcoholism. End of quote. Robert is a professor of psychiatry at Harvard Medical School. And he's also a part of one of the world's longest longitudinal studies known as the Harvard Study of Adult Development. This study has proven that close relationships are what keep people happy throughout their life. Close relationships are a better predictor for happiness than social class, IQ, and even genes. As Daniel Siegel says, relationships, relationships, relationships. And it seems to me that the relationships that Kate had with her mom and her brother, these played a pivotal, a crucial, a vital role in her ability to rewrite her life into one that she wanted to live. To close, I hope you were as moved as much as I was when I heard this poem. And on the topic of relationships, if you know anyone who may benefit from hearing Kate's beautiful words, I hope you reach out to them and share a good day with them. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website, perspectiveforparents.com. Spelled out, that's perspective, the number four, parents.com. Thanks again.